the Chicago Bears, one glaring position that they didn't address in maybe the way that a lot of pundits and fans hope they were going to is the edge. I'm going to talk about why the Bears are not probably going to add a veteran edge at this point, even though there are some out there that are quality additions to the team. We're also going to talk about some of the biggest potential players to have breakout years for the Chicago Bears. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow the show right off the top if you choose to do so at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So one of the things that you're going to hear a lot about now with, you know, th- this law right now between the ending of minicamp and the start of training camp, which is right around the corner in a lot of ways, is what are the Bears going to do with the edge position? When you look at the fact that veterans like uh, Yannick Ngakwe is out there, Justin Houston's out there, and also when you look at Clark signing uh, with the Broncos and kind of the, the money that's remaining out there for teams to get, a lot of questions are, are realistically there of, are the Bears going to go after a veteran edge, right? And I've been... Pretty consistent in saying, like, I do think the Bears are going to are ready to run it with what they have on that defensive line and really see what what this team is going to look like coming together, right? And I think, especially when you look at, unless they plan on, on moving Walker to one of the interior defensive linemen spots, which he's played before, but I think Billings, Justin Jones, Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, you have more than enough de- uh, enough depth there. I do think that Walker is going to play some all over. The, uh, the defensive line, just depending on certain matchups and rotations. But I think ultimately, we know that what that defense starting defensive line is going to look like. And I really do think this front office and coaching staff feels pretty confident probably in, in, in seeing how this team comes together before they really spend money on making a huge acquisition or a trade. But, you know, when you have veterans like Ngakwe and Houston out there, you also have uh, players that are available for the right deals in Chase Young and uh, Daniil Hunter also out there available via trade. You're going to see a lot of articles now leading into the start of the start of the preseason and training camp just talking about the Bears potentially going after veteran edges. And I just don't I, – I, let me not say that I don't think they should. I just think that right now this team is content on riding things out with what they have to see, how it performs, and then maybe making a move near the trade deadline or something like that midseason if they feel they just need a little bit extra on the edge. And I've talked about the reason why that may be, right? Travis Gibson, the last time we had a formidable defensive line, had seven sacks. There's enough to look there. You have Walker as well, who has gotten to the quarterback. And then you look at how important the three-tech is to Matt Eberflus' system and the pressure from the interior defensive line being really a linchpin in Matt Eberflus' system working well, right? And I think when you look at that, that's enough reason to think, hey, the Bears may not do something on the edge with any type of veteran acquisition. Why give up assets if you believe in, in this team right now? And, and you know, maybe wait to hold on to those assets till midseason if you feel you need to do something. And then while the, the Bears still do have the most salary cap space available right now, why spend that if you don't necessarily have to, if you feel confident that these players, and I still think the Bears still feel pretty confident, even a player like Dominique Robinson as well, a young player uh, who came in as a, as a draft rookie last season and and showed some things as a depth piece, but didn't really show a lot once he moved, got moved to the starting lineup. I think that that's enough signs there to point towards the Bears feeling content with seeing how this defensive line is going to come together. That's really what OTAs, training camp, and things are going to be. Uh, but ultimately, the fact that Yannick Ngakwe, Justin Houston are still available, 
and can be signed at any moment, it's natural for some of that conversation to go towards do the Bears look at, at some of those pieces. Yannick Ngakwe, a player that I think could come into the Bears and fit pretty pretty nicely. I know, you know, there's some issues with his motor, and he has one good season, one bad season. He never really sticks around on a team long term, things like that. But I do think that ultimately, as we get closer to the start of the season, there's enough room for the conversation to be, do the Bears eventually look towards one of those veteran edges if they feel they need something? If there's an injury or something in training camp, knock on wood, we don't want to see any of that happen. But I do think that more than likely, the scenario that we're looking at is that we're going to ride it out. And let me know what you guys think down below. Do you think that that is the right choice for the Bears? Or would you look at one of the veteran signing options? Or do you think the Bears maybe should ease off some of that draft capital that they have and go ahead and make a move for a Chase Young, a Daniil Hunter, things like that. Let me know what you guys think. I, I I feel pretty confident saying the Bears are just going to kind of ride it out and see what they have in some of these young players. But again, it's not anything that I'm willing to like to to, to stick my uh my my opinion on and just say, hey, this is it. This this is the absolute truth. But we'll ultimately see. As we know with Ryan Poles, he's not against tinkering. As we know, he's always watching, always evaluating. The synergy between him and the coaching staff has been important. And if they're communicating and Matt Eberflus comes to him and say, hey, man, uh, I know and I I, I know we, we wanted to give faith to some of these younger guys, but I really do think we're going to need a veteran to come in here to fill out that other edge position. If Matt Eberflus goes to Ryan Poles with that, I do think Ryan Poles will go out and get an edge. But ultimately, I think there's a chance that we may not get one. Now, with that said, after, you know, minicamp, OTAs, well, I want to talk about some of the Bears players that seem like they're poised to have breakout seasons, right? And this is going off some of the things that we've heard. This is going off some of what they gave last season. And this is going off of some of the things that happened prior, right? And one of the first players I'm going to go and bring up is one that we kind of just talked about with the defensive end. I think that Travis Gibson has a potential to have a breakout year. I'm not ready to say it's going to happen for sure, but I absolutely think it's, it's potential there. When you look at just the improvements, how he played with better defensive lines, how he's talked about coming into the season. I think Travis Gibson, going into a potential contract year and negotiations, I think he's going to be motivated. I think we've made enough improvements around him, and I think he's going to come out with the mindset and not getting double-teamed as much as he was last year. And if he is double-teamed, it's going to open up a lot for uh, Walker and some of the other defensive linemen. But I think Travis Gibson is prepared to have a big season for the Chicago Chicago Bears. I really do think so. I think he can have a breakout year. I think he can have another seven eight sack season and if he does that that man's about to get paid next one up the guy that i've been waxing poetic about for about a week jaquan this is the season that jaquan brisker goes from being a player that bears fans acknowledge love sees the work ethic and you know his opponents do too so i think that this is going to be a time where jaquan brisker not necessarily becomes a household name but the the diehard nfl fans they're all going to know the name of jaquan brisker i think this is poised to be a, a huge season for Jaquan Brisker. I think he has potential. He's going to be in defensive player of the year conversations. I'm ready to say that. I'm not going to say he's going to run away with it or even win it, but I think there are going to be enough conversations. He's going to have enough of an impact and that leadership. I think Jaquan Brisker is poised to have maybe one of the biggest seasons on the defensive side of the ball for the Chicago Bears. Next up, got to show the offense some love. Cole Komet. When you just look at like Cole Komet already having what you could label breakout season last season, but coming into this, being a red zone threat, having Robert Tanyan there, the improvements in that wide receiver core on the offensive line, Justin Fields also growing as a passer. I think Cole Komet could be one of the biggest beneficiaries of that and DJ Moore being on this team on top of all that. I think Cole Komet is poised for a breakout year. I said it, and I know I, I, I 
said it and people thought I was crazy. I think this is going to be one of the years where Cole Komet starts entering the conversations as one of the best tight ends in the game of football. I really do believe that. Next up, Justin Fields. We are like so much of what the Bears do this upcoming season hinges on Justin Fields hitting that leap, that growth that we have expected, want to see, and have heard him talk about. To hear that he's changing plays at the line of scrimmage, to hear that Luke Getzey's even said one of their focuses is improving his football IQ. I think that Justin Fields, his development, his where he goes is so important to what the Bears season is going to look like that this season. He's absolutely the one, the default that you're always going to bring up as a player that's poised to have a breakout season for the Chicago Bears. And so those are kind of the players that, I, that I'm looking the most towards. Some players out on the outskirts of that. Khalil Herbert, maybe coming in as the running back one. Still not sure yet. I think, I think Khalil Herbert can have a very big season for the Chicago Bears as well. It's either going to be one of those seasons where we see Khalil Herbert and we're like, no, he's becoming running back one, or he may get passed up. Dante Foreman. Roshan Johnson, but I, I like the I like the chance of, of Khalil Herbert becoming a big time back for the Chicago Bears, which he already was. 5.7 yards per carry last season. You don't want to overlook that at all. Jalen Johnson as well, still being young, going into a contract negotiation season. I know a lot of people look at just the interception numbers, but I think that he can come in and if he improves in man coverage, can have a big season for the Bears as well. But the one that I'm gonna really hinge my my hat to and kind of the only rookie on this list, Tyreek Stevenson. I think Tyreek Stevenson could have a breakout rookie season as the corner. When you already look at the fact, being being a starter out there, he's going to be a starter. He's going to start on the outside. They're moving Kyler Gordon almost exclusively to the slot. I think Tyreek Stevenson is going to be able to have one of those seasons where we see the groundwork of what could be a game-changing corner for the Chicago Bears. I have that much faith, 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 that much faith in Tyreek Stevenson, and I think this guy is just going to show and wow some people. I think it's going to be a big-time season for Tariq Stevenson, and I think he's going to have one of those seasons where we not only look at him as maybe he's still in where we got him at in the draft, but we're going to look at him as a linchpin for the Chicago Bears defense overall. And I love the identity that we could have in our secondary with having Tyreek Stevenson and having Jaquan Brisker there. Yes, throwing Eddie Jackson, throwing Kyler Gordon, because I still think Kyler Gordon is going to poise to have a pretty big season as well. But I look at Tyreek Stevenson, the makeup, the body, the, the going after the ball, the, be, the ability to get interceptions, to make the big-time plays, to make the big-time tackles, to be a hard hitter on top of that, we're going to see a bunch of highlights from Tyreek Stevenson, I think, in his rookie year where we walk away from the season realizing we got a part of this defense that's going to be a part for the next five to eight years at minimum. And I, I really do have that faith in Tyreek Stevenson. Of course, there are other players I can mention with this as well. Um, I think I think Darnell uh, Mooney is going to have another big season as long as he can stay healthy. Um, and overall, just kind of the vibe coming out of these OTAs and training and mini camps is that it's a lot of positivity. And I've said it. I've warned you guys. There's a lot. There should be nothing but positivity right now. If you're hearing a lot of negativity about players after training camp and OTAs, it's a it's that's a bigger sign of the of worry and concern. But overall, I listen, I just think the world of this team, I think we're going to have a team. You guys heard my passionate rant. Oh, and don't forget, there's another Packer talking shit. Um, I don't even remember who it was at this point. But listen, cheeseheads, keep coming. That's all I can say. Keep coming. I really, I, like, everything, Every there's something every season that reaffirms my hate for these dumbass Packer fans. Every single season. I hate y'all. Like, let me be clear. I hate y'all. I know. What we're, we're, we haven't won a game against the Packers in like eight games. They're winning eight straight against us. And you have the right 
for bragging rights when you won that much against a team. I understand that. I, I completely do. But this is going to be the season where I think we break that as well. And I think I can't wait till we're dancing on the carcasses of Cheesehead. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. But nonetheless, that's my time for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail and our text message for our mailbag episodes on the weekends, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Shy Town Up. But bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.